Welcome to the Apology Podcast. For all things DeFi, crypto, and DGen related, we got you covered. Apology Podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinions expressed by those on the show are their own. The podcast and its participants do not give financial advice, and nothing in the show should be considered as such. We strongly recommend listeners do their own research. Yeah, you keep talking. Let me post something in the uh, um, announcement channel. Okay. Um... Yeah, so Sphere, um, I put a thousand dollars into the. I think it was Tether, um, Avax, pool, and so the deposit fee was about forty bucks. I went in like I don't know. I want to say like twenty or thirty minutes after, um, farming had started. I actually meant to get in before farming started. I just got distracted like. Like, I looked up, and there was, like, 20 blocks left or something, and then um, I got I had to do something, so I missed, like, the first 30 minutes, which is, for me, is a cardinal sin. I always, I don't ape in after, usually. I usually get in before, because I want to get, you know, if the price is going to plummet really quick, I want to get at least one harvest on um, the high price. But this one was good, because it had the big pre-mint, um, so I had a little bit more faith in the price stability. Um, and yeah, so I, I went to green, like I, I recovered my deposit fee about, I don't know. I can't remember what time it's, it's, that farm's probably been going for like 12 hours now. Um, uh-huh. I recovered my deposit fee, let's call it like seven hours ago or something so like four percent in like seven hours um mm-hmm. and then i'm up another two minus the transaction fees you know so i'm probably up like around one percent um mm-hmm. when the farm started the price i think was at 46 or somewhere around there and then it like um it kind of dumped a little bit it surprised me how fast it kind of dumped but then, like, if you look now, it's been recovering ever since. It went from, like, 46 down to 16, and then now it's mm-hmm. back up to 30. And um, I don't know exactly how stable that is, but um, it, to me, it looks totally healthy. Um, the APR I got in at was around 8,000, 8 or 9,000. Let's call it 8,000. I don't remember exactly where it was. Um, and it's kind of stayed between that... I want to say 6,500 range up through like around 8,000. Um, and now that I'm in the green, you know, now that I'm profitable, profitable with this thing, I like, I'm totally stoked on it. Just as long as there's like no hard rug coming, you know, it's, it's going to be a good little earner for me. You know, like, uh, I, you know, I'd like to stay in this thing for about a week, I hope. And sort of what my sort of game plan is on it is, you know, try and, um, keep it in there as long as the APR sort of stays above a hundred, um, because I figure at that point like there'll be some new farm, you know, that has another ten thousand, eighteen thousand, you know, whatever the APR is, uh, that you know I just 
just go whore myself out, chase an APR, right? Um, and yeah, so I, you know, I'm stoked on this one. I think like I can probably, if I hold it for like a week, I'm hoping now that I'm profitable up like 1%, I'm hoping to like make 15%. That's, and I think that's possible. Um, you know, a lot depends on the price action. Uh, their variable emission thing seems to be working pretty well. Um, it's yeah. last time I what, checked. What you're, what you're in, Poly Shield? No, I, I didn't. Um, I missed that one. Okay. I know a lot of, they did something similar, right? Yeah, yeah. Poly Shield basically, like um, the dev from uh, here, um, he basically, yeah, he, he said uh, he took the inspiration from Poly Shield. I was in Poly Shield, and uh, yeah, it's 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 similar. Like the, the dynamic emission part is similar; it's pretty much the same. It's just how to trigger it is different. Uh, for Saphir, you like people has to use the burn uh, function. So he basically uh, combined the burn uh, function and the uh, dynamic emission together. So whoever is trigger the burn also triggers the emission change. Um, and the emission change is based on price action, right? So the higher the token price, the lower the emission, uh, vice versa. So yeah. that that part is the same as Poly Shield, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good idea. I mean, like it's all psychological. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, it's, Poly Shield. You know how like a lot of farms had like the watery thing, so his little mm-hmm. burn thing is kind of like a variation on the lottery you know because you can earn part of the burn right you pay for the burn but you get two percent of like the burn tokens right so you can do the math of like if the gas fee is um less than the amount burned it should be profitable to like trigger it so yeah I, one thing I don't know is where um, are the burn tokens coming from? Is that from Dev Wallet the, or is it auto? Is the it burning just token? Mission? So twenty percent, twenty percent. Sorry, let me check this. I forgot if it's twenty percent of the deposit fee. No, I think it's twenty percent. Uh, it might be sorry, when let you me... harvest your rewards. I've noticed that the harvest. Um, when it comes out like the what i see coming out of like the harv you know on the home page of all the farms there's like the box that's like harvest you know your five things or whatever um the so, and, you know give um, evaluation five percent five percent of the emission is going to the power oh. okay so it's straight to that yeah straight to that and also their star star locker feature so that star locker feature is not live yet because the locker is not open yet. Yeah. Um, once the star locker is open, people can claim the rewards, and there is a window that people can claim um, their rewards in the star locker. Um, so it's not rewards. So uh, when you when you deposit your stuff in 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 the farm, right, and you Usually in typical farms, in, in, in any other farms, you get 100% of the assigned emission to that pool, right? Like yeah. whatever your proportion is. Uh, but for Sphere is, uh, so you get 
of your total rewards. Another 20% goes to the star locker. Star locker, it has a starting uh, block and it has an end block. Um, so yeah, you, you have to claim your um, 20% during, during that window. Anything you claim afterwards will be burned. Okay, and do you still have to um, be deposited in the farm to claim it? Uh, no, you don't have to. Okay. Um, the question for you is: it, Is it pretty much like the? Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with a pairs app, like where essentially a portion of it gets locked away and then you can claim it later on. Yeah, pretty much. I, I think it's similar. Like I, yeah, I think it's similar. It's just you have to claim it in that time period of like in that time period right and anything after that maybe like yeah anything after that will goes to the burn pool so yeah like i assume like you have to be like pretty on the thing and uh yeah i think most of people will lose a little bit of the rewards to the burning pool Okay, cool, cool. Appreciate the explanation. Um, I was actually going to actually ask So as far as that goes, since I'm pretty much, you know, just getting into the whole DGEN and farming life kind of thing here on AVAX, um, as far as like farms like these, you know, generally speaking, what would be like kind of like a smart way of kind of getting in and making sure you stay profitable? Uh, like if you want, I think maybe the safest yeah. play would be to stick with the pangolin farms because you're not taking the hit on impermanent loss. It's been, I mean, I'm pretty positive Pangolin's been audited. It, you know, it's it's kind of battle-tested. Um, and I think he posted something like a couple, I don't know, a week ago or something, where it was like a tether, um, a tether AVAX pool with like 300% APY. So, you know, you could get some of the upside exposure to like AVAX plus like, you know, a pretty hefty um, APY without, you know, too much risk. You know, if you're in AVAX now, you're sort of believe it, you're sort of bullish on the network, I suppose. You know, you sort of followed, you know, the mass amounts of money that have like flowed into the network. So something like that could be like, you know, you're sort of betting on the sort of narrative of this system without having to like go in to you know get too risky with this yeah but uh pangolin is not really degen right um yeah are you talking about like degen farms or like yeah for, for the question general, like i mean as far as in... that, it's interesting because um from coming a lot of the farms i was in um especially like the bsc was like uh at one point, everyone's doing like the whole time lock thing, and then you know, like, yeah, yeah. You know it helps the, the sustainment like for a little bit here. But um, <clears throat> over here, I mean, you've seen like a lot of farms, like not that because I've taken off like Frostfire and the others. So I was just trying to figure out, like, you know, there's always kind of like different, you kind of have yeah. one strategy for our farms, like at that point, but more like, is there generally one that kind of helps you stay in there longer and stay profitable? Um, yeah. I, like one thing uh, I, or go ahead key sorry yeah i think yeah everybody's strategies is different like i have talked about this with patrick for several times and the patrick strategy i i know his strategy like um like later like you you can explain it in a bit but i know like you usually use other coins to farm 
like you use non-native uh, tokens to farm in different farms, right? Yeah. So you basically your 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 cost is your deposit fee, usually four percent. Uh, for for uh for uh max like the max farm is one percent, which is really awesome. Uh, but usually four percent. Um, that's what your that's your cost. So whenever you recover that four percent, you are basically making profit, right? Assuming the platform is safe and they don't hard hard rock, right? But it's it's pretty it's pretty easy nowadays to tell if a platform will um, hard rock or not, right? Um, so yeah, I think that's your strategy. I think yeah, I I said it before. I think is is really good. Is really safe and. Uh, um, profits build up, build up, right? For me, I, I go a little bit more aggressive um, because I, I, I think I have a pretty good idea how native token price will go. Um, so I usually do native token farming uh, because that way you get the highest APR, right? So you, you get the uh, highest possible return in any of these farms because the native token will always have the um, highest APR, um, but yeah, there is a lot of downside risk. Um, uh, most of them is just that the price um, is unstable for the native uh, native token. So it doesn't matter if you do LP LP, you end up losing more. Um, but if you do single staking uh, native token, if the price dumps, you still lose your money, right? So you kind of have to make sure the token price native token price stay in a, a stable range in order for you to make that profit. Um, so but achieving... Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, but it's one of the things that, like, you know, you're so good at, like, and why, like, your channel, like, these channels for you have gotten so much attention is because you got, like, good at, like, finding these things when they do the launch, right? So if you're farming mm-hmm. native and you get in at a cheap enough cost basis, like like the if something sort of the initial liquidity is like a dollar a coin and you know you get in at two and it goes to 20 you know and that's where farming starts even if it goes from like 20 to 10 in the first hour you know you're still up eight a coin and like you can sort of take that swing and you're still just making print and money off the farming of the native and the crazy aprs like yeah, I mean, that, that's such that a true. good. It's you know, it's such a good strategy, and like with stuff with like, um, uh, Polly wants a cracker where you got the um, what was the the lithium tokens? Like that was pre-sale, but like you got them at five, and then like when they, like actually put them out, they valued them at ten, and then at the end of farming, it was worth thirty-five. Um, yeah. you know like the native on that one just killed right like it's yeah, yeah. like you you can easily do like in two weeks uh spain you can easily do like three four acts uh just by farming and which is really really good uh but yeah that's that's some of the rare case um yeah so if you can get at a lower cost that's definitely better um so but doesn't matter which price you get into you have to once you start farming you have especially like when you're farming with native tokens you have to um have a plan like when like what when you have to exit right like when token price um 
hit certain price point and you have to exit. Usually for me, it's like if I get into at ten dollar, if the token price drop maybe like twenty percent, so when the token price dropped to eight dollars, like I yeah, I, I generally would consider well consider to get out, right?、Um, of course, it depends on like if there's other、uh, bullish news coming for for this farm, but. Yeah, that's that's generally what how I think.、Um, Were you saying that it's more like,、um, like selling the native or more like、um, building out of、um, your liquidity in general?、Um, yeah, I think I'll just sell the native if that happens. Yeah, usually I'll sell the native. It, once again, it depends on like you you have to be in their Telegram and see what is coming, right? If they have some bullish news coming in the future, then. You might want to buy in around that around that price. So it's、uh, yeah, there's there's no set standard for this.、Uh, you you just have to yeah, you you have to、um, pay attention to it.、Um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I figured it. I just wanted to make sure you know, like at least <clears throat> one of the being in one of the new guys and at least following the pros. It means if there's something out there that obviously works, everyone obviously wants to copy it and take some notes from there.、Mm-hmm. Like um. I feel like the way that I、um, look at tokens, look at yo farms, like it's not hard at all. Like I think Patrick understands it perfectly too.、Um, it's just the tokenomics, right? It's just the tokenomics,、um, the pre-mint to daily mint、uh, ratio, if it's a good ratio, and、uh, what other features、um, the 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 yo farm will do to、um, re to to fight. The inflation of the native the token, inevitable right? Inflation. <laughs> yeah.、Um, so, so that's why I picked、um, Sphere and also、um, Max as my like、um, farming jams because they both have really good、um, tokenomics pre-mint like, numbers. Yeah. 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 But I will say I will say this. I will say this. I I have to. I have to be a little bit conservative right here.、Um, I think this,、uh, the way we look at tokenomics, works really well on Polygon because、um, I don't know because I have more experience in Polygon. But right now, Avax, there's one problem: is there are always whales in these tokens. If you、yeah. look at all these yield farming tokens, look at the holders. They're always the 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 top holder gonna be like holding thirty thirteen percent. And the next guy will be holding like nine percent, ten percent, right? So he can just so, dump on you. Yeah. So there's always the possibility once farming starts and one of these whales just dumping on you, right? I think that prob that's uh, probably uh, the reason that caused、uh, Sphere to dump、uh, at the beginning of the farming.、Uh, but on Polygon, that like on Polygon, it's More well disputed,、um, yeah. Because yeah. So, actually, since you got more,、um, sorry. No,、oh, no, go ahead. We're just talking about that.、Um, as far as fears go, I mean, it seems pretty solid thus far. Do you guys think it has that potential? Like, of course not. Like before trading and、um, <clears throat> the initial、uh, circulating supply, because I know it's going to keep、um, increasing. But do you think with how it's going now, and the dev is talking about doing some marketing, like the the price potential have like.、Um, You know, like some of the pimplementals that they were talking about. I 
I'm not gonna comment on that because I don't know enough about his um roadmap. You know, I was just for me it was a straight farming play for like a week. Um, you know, I w I'm just selling I'm harvesting and selling rewards. And that like I, I saw it as an opportunity just for that because um it's one of the things I've been focused on is to sort I've been in too many farms recently, so I'm trying to scale down and not sort of devote so much like headspace to each individual farm and try and, you know, like I'm trying to simplify and giving it that much thought for, you know, a thousand bucks is just doesn't, it's not worth that much like thinking power to me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, key, like, so I just, I don't know. That's just where I'm at with it. Um, what do yeah, you think? I, I think, yeah, in general, our strategy is very different because you are in the, right now you are already in green, right? So yeah. even the APR, like even the sphere token dropped by like 50%, by 80%. I'm profitable. You, you still, yeah, yeah, you still profitable. Like the APR probably going to be around a hundred percent, but that's still better. That's still than, great. Um, yeah. yeah, still better than most of the, uh, um, uh, stablecoin AD, APR yeah. out there. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, I think your strategy works 100%. And especially on Avalanche, it's just uh, not worth your time and uh, gas fee <laughs> to keep moving a $1,000 around, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree. For for me, because of it, I do native uh, token farming. So, exit time is really, really crucial for me. Um, so... They well, um, I I remember they have dividend pool coming. Um, yeah, star pools. I wanted to know when the dividend pool is coming. Um, so whenever of uh, your farm doing dividend pools, it's it's just another gimmicks, right? But it does reduce the selling pressure by a lot. Um, People so like the token. People will hold until they like in like finance. It's like uh, buy the rumor, sell the news, like up into the point where it actually comes out, and then you like once you know it's there, it's like okay, we sell now. Yeah, I think some of that, and also there are actually people wants to get the money in the dividend pool, which yeah. which I also understand. Like it's free money right there. Yeah. Like if you don't grab it, some someone else will will make that money. So like. Yeah, I understood. Like the people will try to um, get the profit from the dividend pool, which is understandable. Uh, for me personally, I think the money in the dividend pool is not that much, and uh, I'm risking risking a lot. If I'm staking dividend pool, I make maybe like 500 percent APR. Uh, but the after the dividend dividend pool, uh, pool finishes, the token price dropped by sixty percent, and I, I end up losing money and time. Um, but yeah, so, so what I'm thinking right now is here, like if they launch the dividend pool soon enough, then the, the price action will be pretty positive, will be stable and maybe even going up a little bit. So I can use that uh, time to farming and maybe sell, uh, before, during the, uh, uh, dividend pool launch. Um, so yeah, it's all depends what's coming, um, uh, sphere. Yeah, I, I I really like them. I I said in the post, right? There's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, features going on, and uh, the dev is 
known dev from a couple of Polygon projects and uh, seems like he's in the for long run. And um, like in terms of market cap, in terms of uh, TVL, the thing is still really undervalued if you compare to any other stuff on AVAX right now, right? The um, TVL is uh, just a little bit shy of um, 100K, which, which is decent, but the market cap of the native token is 83K, right? So I, I feel like there should be some room for the for 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 more uh, market cap for this token. And the emission rate is really, really low. Um, so it's generally I consider this very healthy. Um, but in order like if you expect to see the token price double, like I don't really expect that. Right. I, I don't see the price uh, can double from here. Um, Maybe if they use some of the money they made um, to get an audit, if they get an audit, this thing could blow up, but, right? Because well, I was mm -hmm. gonna say like the um, what's the the total mint on it is gonna it wasn't that big, right? It's like fifty five, yeah, maximum supply fifty five 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 five. Um, yeah, you know that's. Uh, you know they have variable emission, but it's relatively low. So let's call it a thousand coins a day at like point oh two, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, about that. Yeah. So you know that's two months of emissions. Like, are are they really gonna get an audit for two months of farming? Um, that like yeah, that yeah. Because wouldn't that cost like yeah. ten grand to go? You know get one of these things audited like in a paladin audit even on like a simple farm like five or ten grand mm -hmm. i think lowest is gonna be five grand yeah. yeah yeah that's that's true yeah i'm just talking from the farmer's perspective yeah. right yeah. um yeah like the, this decision is uh it, it's um like up to the dev and i think you yeah i think yeah you what you're talking talked about makes sense <laughs> two months of farming and getting this thing audited, uh, yeah, yeah, that seems like doesn't make a whole lot of sense for the uh, for the dev. But I, I don't know. Like, if I feel like if this thing get audited, like the TBL could just ten x from here. Or um, he said, you know, okay, we're doing layer two. Um, the mm -hmm. sphere tokens become master, and. Uh, you know pump this thing for me and i'll shell out the five grand for paladin on layer two i'll add in these features and you know another rabbit out of the hat trick and you know that could that could drive it yeah a lot of things he can do from here and yeah. he has all the tools right now like he, he if he is able to build all these features like doing multiple layers and with other features added on it seems like very doable for this dev right and like let we are still really early in avax like yeah. why say that i i didn't just say that because you know um like out of emotion i say that because some other yo farms like dutch finance we're looking at it this shit has 667 tvls still yeah like the market cap is 17 thousand and the tvl is still like people still have 
six like, a, like a, almost 700k <laughs> and, yeah i'm not crazy. sure who it was that said they came from bsc but like i think um you should put on your bsc like some of these avax people are sort of in this mindset of like this is what avax is you know and like i i would sort of flip that paradigm and be like avax is going to look more like bsc like in a month than like it's well that's coming too right like in the same way that the money's coming coming for sure yeah in the same way that the like you know scammers follow the money and you know two billion dollars just came to avax so scams are coming yeah the thing is right now like devs making more money by just doing legit projects right because yeah. the money but like, there's not that many projects and there's so like, much money on the sideline but later on when we have 10 farms every day like devs uh they every dev's gonna be struggling like fighting for tvl and deposit yeah, and fees. it's starting to and happen then, it's already starting to happen yeah yeah and then by that time devs making more money by rugging right so yeah. that's their hope that's the whole point why they rug, right? But yeah, uh, just finished my thought previously. Like Do- Dutch Finance still has six hundred um, uh, thousand TVL in it, and uh, um, Zabu. Like I have nothing against Zabu, but it's still just a very basic EO farm, and uh, they have uh, seventeen million locked in there. Um, and the TBL, the, the 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 APR is not that high, and there are, there are several others like Eskimo, like yeah. Uh, but I think that's like a little bit. So like with Dutch, and you know, I'm not super familiar with Zabu, but like, like I would sort of call that like old Avax thinking, um, and just sort of lack of uh, current. You know, there's there's farms popping up now but there's not it's not like polygon where there'd be like four every day right and you got to take your pick of like whichever one you liked um so people like you know like on dutch people might still have the idea that oh well we'll just hold we've already paid our four percent we haven't gotten that back um and we'll see if he can turn this thing around Meanwhile, if he's a dev, he's probably already coding his next farm and written this one off. And like, you know, there was a thing on there about NFTs, but like dollars for donuts, that thing, no NFT ever comes out of that. Like the price on that one went from mm-hmm. like, um, what was it? Like 2,600 to like 10, you know, within yeah. what, four days? Um, yeah. Like, I, you know, nothing against, you know, I had money there. I put some money in just to try it out um see if there was but no it's fine you know like just i think that's old avax thinking and like people are gonna have to start thinking like polygon and binance it's Mm -hmm. gonna be more sort of it's gonna be more rapid fire but like Mm -hmm. there's gonna be more whale stuff and transaction fees are gonna be a higher um factor for like the smaller fish um Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I think that's the calculus at play here. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think it's just the old AVAX people. Like, we, I think we talked about this yeah. in the previous podcast. So, like, there's a lot of AVAX people 
been in the ecosystem since since earlier this year, and uh, they never been in the battleground of Polygon or BSC. So they're still like they're they're still like their mind their mind is a little bit slow, right? A little bit behind. Yeah. But they will they they will they will learn and they have to learn. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just losing opportunities and uh, losing money because there is a lot of money to be made on Avalanche right now. So they will learn and uh, like like Eskimo, um, I it's just uh, it's just so funny to me. They still have four hundred thousand TVL. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. That my bad. That was uh, a couple of days ago. Now they have eighty three thousand TVL. <laughs> And uh, market cap is only three thousand dollars, <laughs> and um, people still have eighty-three thousand dollars in there. That's about the same as Sphere. So it's like when, whenever these people realize they have to move their money faster than before, yeah. And that's when uh, um, projects like Sphere and some of the other ones will really shine, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think Sapphire still has some room to go, but for me personally, uh, I farm with native token. I have to be very, very careful. So I'll monitor the price uh, very closely and uh, uh, make my decision uh, accordingly. Yeah, but I, I like Sapphire. I think I have addressed that enough. Yeah, I'm a fan too. Do you guys think uh, Polymax has like kind of like the same potential as you were referring to Sapphire? Um, it has. Mm -hmm. It has similar potential, like the pre-mint numbers were similar, but the price action on the token hasn't sort of seen the same sort of love. Um, it's, in my opinion, it's more of like a straight, Sphere has more bells and whistles. Uh, Polymax was more straightforward, just kind of real basic, um, but it's layer, right? So where sphere i don't think sphere has sort of announced any sort of like layer two or anything like polymax is saying that there is going to be layers so i think the potential on polymax is going to be um sort of getting to farm it over multiple farms right um you buy it now and you get native aprs on this farm the farm after that and like the farm after that potentially or and more Right, like they did seven farms on Polymax, and you could use their Polymax or the Max token on Polygon for all of them, right? And there would be some dis, you know, either free or like one percent deposit fee. So like, you know, that's the gift that keeps on giving, right? Um, as long as you know there's some sort of stability in the price. Uh, one of the things they did wrong on their first Polygon uh, farm is they did too big of a premint. So it was hard to maintain the price, but this, the total mint on this one's only going to be like 15,000 coins. So, um, there's like, I like that number. That's not like an oversupply, you know, that's, that's enough to let a lot of people in. Um, but also sort of small enough to like keep a tight sort of range and sort of really, um, get a good value out of it if it kind of takes off. Sorry, I went off a little bit there. Key, you have anything? No, I appreciate that. Uh, this is a bit of an off one. I, I was just wondering if you guys could help me out understand this a little better. So since I've been an AVAX, I've noticed you got to use a lot of uh, block times. 
which yeah. it might just be me even though too sure because i've been traveling a lot so he'll go from anywhere from like okay farm starts in like 50 minutes and then i refresh the page it goes to like an hour or two hours i'm like okay my my stuff is tripping so but it's never it, 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 it i know it varies like on black time or whatever but i'm just trying to figure out like how how is that even calculated or how can i get a better handle of figuring out like how to calculate that um so it's probably or is that more technical than 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 you know time that we have it's more of um i mean it's technical but it's almost like psychic it's you're not gonna there's no way to actually calculate it because it has to do with you know it's nothing that anyone can control right it's going to be somewhere between like one and three seconds per block so what you can so kind of, it goes quickly from like 30 to like an hour it's not my, it's not my system tripping that's actually what it's what, just it's normal yeah um so think about like um where it's not like going according to a clock it's going to according to how much work is done so imagine that like like you're just looking at a clock but it's not waiting for time to like tick it says okay you got to do math like this set of math problems before you know the clock ticks one time that set of math problems can take one second that set of math problems can take two hours right so it's sort of however long that takes and like the volume of those math problems can be different like one block can have like one math problem the next one can have 10 right so it like that's what sort of depends it and you know trying to depend like how many transactions are going to be in any block you can kind of have an idea but like you're not gonna there's not going to be any you know like okay there's a big a big nft launch coming in a couple days so you're going to see a ton of like action okay you know the block time is going to be bigger but like you don't know how much that's gonna really affect it right like so um this was true on polygon too and i i didn't pay that much attention when i was on binance smart chain to this kind of stuff um it was just too early and sort of my like farming stuff when i was it was like binance was like the first sort of farming thing i really tried to do for a profit um but like polygon you had this issue too it's just not as pronounced and avax like polygon gave tools like polygon sort of had the block counter so like you could just plug in a block number and it would um it would sort of spit out like their network's best estimate like what's happening right now is devs are kind of having to try like look at it and sort of wing it um they're trying to have to figure it out on their own, which, uh, you know, they're doing the best they can, but like, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot right now. I hope that's helpful. Yeah, no, I definitely got to be I, I was just trying to make sure that, um, cause I didn't notice on the other chains, but I guess I was kind of spoiled with like the, the estimator of black Connors. Like, like you said, I was a Matic and BSC. So I was like, okay, this, this is a little different. Yeah. The Explorer on, uh, avalanche i think will get better like when i first went to matic it looked a lot like this it was the um matic vigil explorer which they eventually phased out and it looked pretty similar to this one i think that's kind of like the um standard issue like evm explorer and then you know now that there's all this attention and like people are gonna 
be fussy and want more out of like the network, um, you'll see that thing get updated. I mean, I don't know that, but I'm just guessing. This is this um something a little weird I've noticed in some groups that I was in saying it's supposedly September is supposed to be the month where AVAX is gonna have this good old dip and I guess go from there. Like, is is there any news about that or why people are I guess speculating that's supposed to be September's? Uh, I don't know. It's just in the random that I saw in certain groups and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. That I mean, depending on who. There could you could be in some groups with some huge whales. Um, it also might be some you know like and they're trying to manipulate price to do something. You know, get people to sell, push down the price so they can go accumulate more as like this sort of because you know like once Ave show up, once Sushi shows up, once Curve shows up, you know like this thing is probably really gonna pop. We nearly touched like all time highs. What was it like? A week ago it got up to like 58 and all-time high is like right around 60 um you know it got to 60 with basically nothing on this network it, now that like there's this mass influx of cash like you know I, I not financial advice you know i'm not all, any of that crap but like i i realistically could see this thing going up towards 100 um, you know, which would give it like a 21 billion market cap, which is where Solana was like two weeks ago. I think they're up to like 40. Um, so like if we're like, um, half a Solana and we're sort of in that same group of, um, the sort of networks to watch, you know, the, what Matic was like four months ago, um, because of all that, uh, the AVAX rush thing, like, you know, I, yeah, so, like, I would say, like, November, like, we could be hitting 100, and if you're sort of working under that thesis, if you can sort of, s sort of spread out there, there's a dip coming, you know, you, you know, and then go in and buy it, like, 39, as opposed to, like, 48, you know, your return gets that much better, um, I don't know, that's me being a little bit, sort of, conspiracy theorist, but, like, but it is crypto right like it is yeah um you know i don't know who the people are but you know i'm sort of thinking just stack avax between now and like whenever peak avax is i don't know that's one thing i'm kind of looking for that i don't know when i'm gonna see it but i hope i recognize it when i see it um like a, up above 60 i might i might yeah. start taking profits a little bit AVAX been booming. I remember when I first found out. I mean, you can look into it when I saw the partnered up with our rug dog. Yeah. Since then, it's, it's, it's been getting some attention. It's been moving. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I feel like yeah. Um, I don't I I don't like give predictions. I, yeah. I'm generally bullish on AVAX. That's why I'm here, right? Yeah. But you you can't just uh, look at AVAX price um, isolated, right? Because AVAX price will follow Bitcoin price. Yeah. Um, in general, in general, right? Short term, there might be some bullish news, like when's Arve, um actually launch on AVAX and, uh, or right before that, AVAX price could uh, spike up. Um, doesn't even matter if what, what, a, what a Bitcoin is doing at that time. Yeah. Uh, but in general, generally long, longer term, medium to long term, it depends on Bitcoin, right? Yeah. So 
like I don't like it. It will be really hard to just predict um, AVAX price um, and say it will have hundred um, dollar by the end of the year. Like I, I'm hoping so, but um, it really depends on yeah. what a Bitcoin will do. So, um, yeah. so yeah, on the subject of Bitcoin, can I chime in? I was. Like I followed this guy a little bit on Twitter and online. His name he's a kid. He's like nineteen, but like he's a like a Will Clemente the third. Like that guy Pomp has him on every week. And he's he's also like real down with Willy Woo. I don't know, like another Bitcoin sort of uh just guys that follow on chain metrics. And um like this kid's a finance major at like East Carolina, but he dropped out of like school this year. I heard it on the podcast today, the Pomp podcast today. He dropped out of um, school this semester. Like he's got a million followers on Twitter, but he dropped out because he thinks that like Bitcoin is going to do so well, like over this like time that the opportunity cost of like going to college was too great. He needed to be focused on Bitcoin this semester because he thought he was going to make too much money, like he was going to leave too much money on the table by not like doing that. Now, it's a 19-year-old kid. I get that, but like this kid is like he's smart. Um and he's super bullish on like Bitcoin. I mean, I know there's he's probably a little bit of a maxi like I'm not, but um I listen to this like even though he's a 19-year-old punk kid, like the kid is smart. Uh, just uh, go look him up on Twitter or like every Saturday he does a thing with Pomp. Like if you're interested in sort of on-chain metrics about Bitcoin, it's a good resource. He's a good resource. And he gives away just, you know, he gets into the weed on a lot of like sort of technical stuff. Um, I don't know. Just I heard that today and I was just like, okay, like I, I'm pretty bullish about Bitcoin over the course of the next couple months through, I don't know, the end of the year. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like if somebody that can um, analyze data that well and also have millions of followers, yeah. and then the market will adjust. Well, the market will adjust itself, yeah. right? So like people will uh, front run you, basically, right? If you say this thing will happen in September, most likely it will happen in July. Yeah, that kind of thing, right? So if you say, okay, I think the but, the kid is saying, you know, old time high going to be happening like next year, May, then you know it's probably going to happen in March. Um, so so yeah, but I I get what you're saying, right? Yeah. Like any 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 type of uh, any type of knowledge we can get and uh, any type of uh, reliable and an- analyze we can get is good for. Um, uh, for our strategies, yeah. Um, I, I would just talk about like I'm. I'm not a very good trader, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not a really good trader. Uh, when I doing like except uh, for native uh, coins, <laughs> <laughs> except for like very small yield farms, right? Like yeah. <laughs> when I dealing with like uh, a hundred, couple hundred dollars or a thousand dollar one time, once a time, I'm doing a little bit better. But um, yeah, what I'm trying to do here, like if you are in AVAX, if you are in AVAX, you naturally gonna uh, accumulate AVAX. Like uh, doesn't even matter if you intentionally trying to. Like if you buy NFT, you're using AVAX, and if you selling NFT, 
uh, the profit going to be in AVAX. If you do farming on some of the platforms, you're earning AVAX, right? If you are on BenQ, you're earning AVAX, right? Um, later on, there will be other, um, like, uh, Pangolin, gonna, um, they're going to do, like, single-sided PNG staking that use PNG and you earn AVAX. So that for me, I feel like I'm not going to aggressively to accumulate AVAX because I earn AVAX every day. Right, my AVAX apes earn me AVAX every day, so it's like why I need to take the risk to aggressively accumulate AVAX while I'm just naturally um, earning AVAX every day, right? Um, all I need to do is earning those AVAX, s s set them aside, earning some more yields on them, and if later on AVAX do really well. I'm just gonna sell these AVAX later on and for more profit, right? Why, why, why I'm taking the profit? Uh, why, why I'm taking the risk, right? I'm just gonna focus on yield farming, you know, focusing on um, what I know the best and uh, try to make the most money out of there. And uh, yeah, so that that's gonna be my strategy. And then what, like roll? I mean, you gotta hold the value in something, or are you just rolling it into stables? And then throwing stables yeah. into Banky and then well, doing your like leverage off Banky thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I usually do uh, stables and uh, pull my stables in Banky, and uh, um, because I'm depositing stables, I can borrow uh, a lot more, uh, right? I I can really um, um, just go for the limit right yeah and i'll borrow i'll borrow stables and uh, i'll put them into right now i have a lot of them in cool finance and i also have a big chunk in uh snowball because they have the uh um stable, stable pools um so yeah so yeah uh just to be yeah just to be safe right so that that's my general strategy here and uh you you have to think about like avax and the thing is it's uh has already pumped quite a lot right i'm still i'm i'm, I'm still bullish on avax but you know just yeah. every time you bullish on something you have to think about the downside risk yeah. and there's like there's still a lot of other things coming like um what happened to polygon won't happen to any other chains um in general i feel like well yeah, like the the the, the Solana, chains would have <laughs> solana just did it like, yeah, Solana just did it. Sure, sure. At the same time, uh, AVAX did it too. Like, they, what I'm saying is, Polygon was the chain for a while, right? Yeah. The, uh, for, for the, in the future, I think, like, multiple chains will be doing yeah. really well at the same time. And none of them will be, like, um, taking over or something. So Yeah, that guy Techie yeah. had a video where he was talking about like the fight for your um like the chain like the battle of chains is coming where they're all fighting mm -hmm. for who's going to get the liquidity which is super bullish mm -hmm. for far from a farming perspective that means things have gotten mm -hmm. will get juicier for farmers but yeah um just like you know with avax with solana with um terra with phantom you know all of these sort of like sort of i don't I don't want to call them second tier because there's nothing wrong with them. Like they're good chains, but like, you know, there's everyone sort of like, no one wants to get left behind. So everyone's pumping all these incentives, but like, whereas Matic got to do it by itself, 
you know, the field is now getting diluted because there's like four chains at once out there, you know, chasing. Um, yep. So maybe the gas, like the gas token doesn't sort of shoot up as much, but, um, like it'll be made up for in other ways. It'll maybe be the yield that, um, like the gas token, you know, and the market cap that's associated with it speaks to like the health of the chain. Right. Um, so I, I just like, that's another reason that kind of has me bullish on the price. And like the price of AVAX was like 16 bucks a coin or something before the sort of AVAX rush news came out. Somewhere around there is like less than 20. So we're at like three X of that. If it gets to a hundred, it's about six X. You know, that that's a humongous jump, but in crypto terms, like it's not even 10 X. Yeah. And that still puts the like market cap at only like, I say only, but like, it's, it's like 20 billion, um, like less than 25. I, you know, that puts them at like, you know, probably number six in terms of, um, like you go to coin market cap and you sort of look down the list of like market caps of all the different top cryptos that put them at like number six. Um, there's $220 billion like on the network right now. I bet that number is going up. Like, I've been following it on DeFi Llama some, and, you know, it's kind of stalled out. But, like, now that stuff's starting to pop, and then, you know, Ave Sushi and Curve, you know, those three big-ass names coming are going to get the thing to pop. Like, yeah, it, they, Evax just passed $3 billion today. They did? Uh, which is, yeah, they yeah. did. So it's a, it's a, it's an impressive milestone. And like yeah. you said, Arve itself on Polygon is holding, um, I think four billion or six billion something around that. So it's like, yeah, once Arve comes, the TVL on um, AVAX is gonna be real pretty pretty nice. Gonna yeah. be pretty nice. Um, yeah, uh, I have a question for you, Patrick. Sure. Are you more bull? Are you more bullish on Matic or are you more bullish on AVAX? Uh, give me time horizon. Hmm. Uh, with seeing this bull run? Um, let's say by like the end of the year. So. Okay. Yeah, well, end of the year, we already know the answer. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I've heard some stuff, like, um, I heard a thing yesterday. I It might have been on a crypto podcast. It might not have been. But, like, you know the fashion designer Dolce & Gabbana? They're uh-huh. going to start releasing NFTs on Polygon. Um Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to take in crypto advice from Dolce & Gabbana. No, but, well, the, you know, it's not going to be Dolce & Gabbana apes. It's going to, you know, these guys, you know, but I'm just saying that Polygon's not dead. They still got like, I think it's like five or six billion. You know, they've sort of got their seat at the table now. Like they did this thing first. Yeah. So I think they're kind of, they made themselves in the status established player people aren't talking about them as like a side chain anymore like that kind of pisses people off like some people you know like they're their own chain now or whatever um i because the transaction fees are so cheap like i i think like sort of i'm bullish on avax as a short-term play i think the future is a little bit to be determined and when i say short-term play i'm thinking like a couple months um 
Like, I think it's going to have the sort of history doesn't uh, necessarily repeat itself, but it rhymes that thing. Like it's going to have the polygon sort of rhyme to it where it does a thing for like a couple months that kind of looks like the polygon thing with some twists. Um, but after that and sort of the 180 million that rush sort of devoted to this burns out like i might be more i don't know the decentralization thing of avalanche is nice but i don't um the transaction fees kind of bug me like it cryptocurrencies one of the things about it is it's supposed to be like inclusive and like if avalanche is a little bit exclusive which is good is good in some aspects but uh, it's bad in others um you know it kind of keeps people out so you know that like longer term that sort of stunts their growth as they need to scale um i don't know that's kind of my thought like Yeah, I, I think we can, yeah, uh, we can uh, come back and uh, talk about a little bit about the Yo Farms that yeah. launching this weekend. I have a question real quick about, since you guys were talking about AVAX, do you guys have any particular projects you're kind of like excited for or looking forward to as far as AVAX goes? Yeah, I, I have a couple. I have a couple for sure. I'm looking at every day. And um, there there is a couple of projects I have been dis- DCA in during the past week or so. Um, yeah, I personally, I'm bullish on uh, Penguin Finance and uh, also Pangolin. Yeah, that, that's my two picks. Um, I'm also looking at uh, AVWare or whatever you, you pronounce it. Um, yeah, because they have some more, they have some uh, uh, more development coming. And so- What is this um, one? Um, uh, everywhere, um, yeah. is a yo farm, and they also have their um, IDO platform like Launchpad, and they also have uh, uh, NFT market coming. So, yeah, and they're like uh, everywhere is like smaller market cap. That's why I'm I'm looking at a little bit smaller market cap, but. But also already established because Avware is one of the legacy projects on uh, Avalanche. So those are the three. Those are the three I'm I'm looking at. But I already bought in Penguin and Pangolin. So, but I haven't bought any Avware yet. So, yeah. I I think I'm just gonna sort of be. Um, I I was sort of talking about how I'm trying to simplify. Um. I think a lot of the prices on sort of the legacy AVAX stuff is overblown. Um, so right now, yeah, I'm trying to stack some AVAX because I, you know, you hear me saying it, I think it's going to go up like a good chunk. Um, but like, I'm just like, I'm underweighted in ETH right now. So I'm waiting for a little bit of a pullback there to, you know, like some of my rewards are going to go in there. I'm probably just going to do more like uh, crypto blue chips and sort of that stuff that'll fall in line with um, my general uh, sort of strategy and like, you know, buy blue chips when they're cheap, sort of stack those up, uh, stack the gas tokens up that I believe in. One thing that I'm sort of avoiding now is um exchanges 
Um, I think that, like, you know, after sort of the gas token, the, like, there's sort of a line of thought that the next sort of most stable um, token is the major exchange. Um, I think it's too easy to just fork an exchange now. So like the value, like I just, I think the sort of value of those is too easily dilutable. Um, so I'm sort of avoiding those. And then if I like, I'm looking for, I don't see anything right now, but I'm looking for like specific stuff, you know, like I'll look if I'm looking for something that sort of really sticks out. I don't want, like I want, um, I want to get in early and I want, you know, if I'm a hold it, I want something that like, I don't know. It, it just can't be something to me that says like run of the mill, you know, like if I'm going to put the brain energy to sit there and follow it, it needs to really stick out somehow. Yeah, I yeah, green finance and uh, pangolin short term really sticks out for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to go through the details. Maybe I'll put up a post uh, later this week. I was meant to write something about green finance for for a long time, but I just don't have time or energy to write it right now. Green finance is quite complicated, but. Uh, a couple of things you can look at is Penguin Finance, Penguin Finance is going to have the Avalanche Rush uh, grant uh, uh, issued to the, them later this month, and um, they will issue they will do uh, triple incentives to their um, farming pools, which will significantly bump up their APR, and they will they will they will pay farmers in um, um, PV token, their native token, and also AVAX. The AVAX coming from um, the grant, right? Um, also, they have the this uh, uh, function, basically IPV, right? So you lock in your PV token and you receive IPV and uh, you earn more, um, uh, you earn more yields on it. And also you can use it to, um, participate their launchpad projects uh, in September they will have a uh, they will have a uh, project launching on their launchpad is called bull finance um, it's quite hyped up right now um, so once that happens I assume a lot of people will lock in will lock their PV token and try to get their allocation for um, the launchpad because the only way you can participate this launchpad is by locking in your PV token, right? So it's, there are a lot of tokenomics designs that make PV token really, um, um, really interesting to me. And uh, right now they just posted today, sixty percent of the total PV uh, circulating supply is locked. Um, um, so yeah, uh, there there are a lot of bullish news about the. Uh, Penguin Finance, they have NFTs going, they have gaming going. So, yeah, they're they're one of the more uh, complete package um, in 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 the Avalanche ecosystem, in my opinion. So, short term, I think they're a really good play, and the price has been okay. Like like you said, Patrick, if if you're bullish on Avalanche, uh, yeah. AVAX token, the the good tokens in the Avalanche ecosystem will pump harder. Yeah. 
in, in general, in general, right? On the upswing. So, on the upswing. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, if you are bullish on AVAX, why why don't you do the do a little bit, like shift a little bit of your um, um, capital into the ecosystem token, I, right? So I will. I I just I don't. You know, I want. I'm looking for the thing that sort of. Um, yeah, like, like short term, the most bullish thing a project in uh, Avalanche can get, like, the sh- yeah, the the most bullish thing a project in Avalanche ecosystem can get in short term is getting that money from Avalanche. Yeah. Right. So Pe- Penguin Finance is getting that money. I ask in their channel how much exactly it is. Yeah. No answer. So the team is not um uh, is not telling the public how much it is, but Pangolin. Pangolin is receiving $2 million. Um, so that's confirmed. They're receiving $2 million from Avalanche. Uh, Pangolin is also connected to the Avalanche Foundation. So it's, they're like, well, they're our own babies. Yeah. Um, do you really think like Avalanche will allow Trader Joe to be the, to, to be the, uh, absolute dominant force in the in the in the DAX area in Avalanche. Um, I think they will do something about it, and that two million dollar proves it, right? So uh, one thing they will use the two million dollars for is for to to incentivize single staking PNG token. So basically, you stake your your stake or lock whatever yeah. the me- mechanism is, um, you will be able to earn. Um, PNG tokens and AVAX token. Uh, I think, yeah, what, well, basically like like a farm paying dividends, right? So, so um, that reduced selling pressure. Like, I think, yeah, I don't think that's necessarily fear. I mean, yeah, it might be a little bit directed at Trader Joe's, but like how much did Sushi get? Sushi got like two or $3 million too, right? Um, sushi got three million dollars, but you have to think sushi is one of the bigger, yeah, like no, one I, of the biggest players in DeFi, and yeah. uh, Avalanche will try everything to get them on board. And still, yeah. they give uh, Pangolin two million, and Sushi three million. That's only one million difference. So yeah. that sh- that shows you how much they value Pangolin, right? Yeah, I'm I'm just saying that like um, yeah, I hear you. I'm just saying like, okay, now. So we got Trader Joe's, we got Pangolin, and we got Sushi. That This goes back to my thing of, like, um, like exchanges are kind of being diluted now, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's not just Uniswap, you know? It's not just, like, I know that's ETH, but, like, it's, you know, it, it like, um, I hear devs sort of throw out, like, I'm going to go try and start an exchange. Um, you know, like, it the barrier to entry on that is not that hard which means the moat around your sort of your enterprise is not that big um that's kind of my thesis yeah yeah yeah. i I agree and i kind of don't agree like how many how many projects we saw that are going to start a dex on polygon yeah right and what how many decks we have right now on polygon right there's probably like what eight or nine um, I I can't think of that many, um, right? Defen, Defen, Quick Swap, um, what else? Like sushi? you can call Poly Sushi, yeah, of course. Polycat. 
polycad Kyber. half like half, half finished product right polycad is probably a half finished product okay right i, I mean um, it's a dex they do exchanges I, <laughs> um yeah with not that many pairs right yeah now. but you know um, you saw the promotion they're trying to do where they're you know they'll pay you to come stake on their thing if you bring two hundred thousand dollars worth of liquidity with you um but what i'm, what I'm saying is how many you see they're trying to be a dex yeah right literally probably like 50 yeah. right and how many actually succeed right they, like and the then, number oh, oh oh and yeah firebird and, that's another one um Kyber, well, they, yeah, they're... Kyber, they're like but also Firebird, or, or Thunder, what is it? Firebird, Thunderbird, there's... Firebird, yeah, fi uh, Firebird is a um, aggregator. Oh, it's, I thought it was actually an AMM. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they don't hold, they don't, they don't, they don't own any... It's any, not their code. ...any liquidity on their own platform. Okay. I didn't know that. Like, I had yeah. never used it, but... Yeah, and also, also, like, we, we know what a quick did. On Polygon, right? Even with all these competitions, Quick still did pretty well. Like, still hit all time yeah. high and stuff like that. So. I mean, but it like even with the Coinbase announcement, I think the high on Quick was like eight hundred recently. Um, mm -hmm. but back like sort of when it peaked in what was it, like April or something, it was at like fifteen hundred. And you know, I don't expect yeah. it to go there. And like they've. You know the emission you know they've just been printing coins and sticking them in circulation since so you don't expect it to go back there because the market cap couldn't sustain it it'd probably make it like a you know 200 billion dollar market cap coin um mm -hmm. but yeah just i don't know like yeah i, I, I think i'm I sort of overselling my yeah. side but like I, like yeah i hear you i i just i I'm not big on exchanges right now, unless, unless yeah, you know, like, where I was talking about, like, if there's, like, the sort of paradigm shift of, like, you know, something, someone comes out with, like, um, the thing, you know, like, Uniswap version 3 did the, like, focused um, liquidity where you could sort of only supply liquidity for this, like, certain range of prices, and then it would just sort of turn off. Um, mm -hmm. Like, that's stuff like that is stuff that catches my ear and I'm like, okay, I like, that's, that's where I could, I would sort of go out of my comfort zone of blue chips and stick some money in it. Like people that are, yeah, I, about, about PNG, about paneling. I think another thing I talked to in the previous podcast is, um, yeah, PNG, you have a lot, you, you can hold by holding PNG, you can get a lot of the EO farming, uh, opportunities, right? Uh, pretty much all these EO farms they have PNG pool, and the PNG is all the PNG pool is always one of the uh, one of the ones that has the uh, highest uh, single staking uh, APR. So yeah, if I'm uh, like I'm bullish on PNG, I think it will go up. But even if just going like relatively stable, I still can earn really good yields on it by single staking, not losing any of my. PNG, uh, except the dis deposit fee, right? So yeah, there's that aspect too. Why I'm holding PNG. Um, so yeah, uh, I think what like we we are we are, I, I I understand what you're saying. Like we yeah. we know our points. Yeah. Um, let's go over some of these yield farms. Okay. That's the uh, the yeah, point. That's the point of this uh, voice chat, right? 
we we went over uh, sphere and uh, yeah, price keep going up. It's thirty two dollars now, which which is awesome. Uh, yeah. TBL it's almost hundred k. Um, yeah, uh, let's check out next one. What what which other you want to check out right now, Patrick? Um, I have money in Max. Um, yeah, they're gonna start soon, right? It's I'm looking at their timer now. It's like twenty two minutes. Let's do another one and then come back to that. Um, like sure. let's see what so we can sort of get back to it when, you know, the countdown, sort of, ticks down towards zero. It you know, mm-hmm. with the block times it keeps popping up. It was at thirteen minutes a second ago, and I refreshed and it popped back to twenty two. Um, yeah, we can but, look at a storm spot. Right? Okay. Storm Swap yeah, has yeah. a lot of uh, hype this the, yeah. um, today, right? Like multiple people mentioned Storm Swap in in the chat, and I was like, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I was asking one of the guys, like, tell me your thought process yeah. why you abolished um, why Storm Swap because you look at the one point seven per block and what was it like three thousand or something uh, initial three thousand total minted yeah. Um, uh, and one well they right now is showing 1.2 so whatever it doesn't make a whole lot of difference to be honest yeah um so yeah like to me it is really obvious this price is gonna dump so hard yeah. once the uh, farming starts and so many people in their chat are gonna be so disappointed and just uh trying to like but um so hard in their chat right so yeah then like storm swap i love those guys I it's a solid project. I have really uh, like I have respect for them to doing Paladin uh, audit before launching the token. Not many farms uh, have been able to do that, um, and like on the, their roadmap is looks really good. But like, don't please don't hold don't a hold bag. animated tokens. Yeah into into like going into this two days uh, later going like you'll get a much better deal if you want to hold them yeah like this guy this guy today he was just like i, I told him my reason why yeah. holding a storm token right now is not a good idea and he's like okay um i already sold uh, a bunch for profit and the rest of them i was just farming it and accumulating it yeah. i mean yeah sure you're not losing any money but also you could make a yeah. lot of more money by selling it right now, right? There's an opportunity cost. Like, yeah, right? yeah, it could moon, but you could also get struck by lightning. Um, yeah, like, yeah, you could moon, but also uh, the like, the like, chances of it mooning are so yeah. small because the so small. all right. So, like, the number like I've thrown around loosely is fifty thousand blocks a day on Avax at one point two a block. That's sixty thousand um storm a day that like they're they've set to emit on three thousand that means that the number of coins is going to like twenty x in like twenty four hours so mm. it like if price were to stay let's say the price got cut in half after one day right um that would mean that the all right where is the market cap on this thing? 184 um mm-hmm. that would mean that the market cap would have to be about 2 mil yeah much, two, right? like 1.84 million yeah 
Um, I don't see that happening at all. I mean, with Frost, you know, that thing shot up to, like, nearly 9 million market cap. Um, You know, but they didn't do... Their emission was a lot smaller. Um, I think after 24 hours, they were originally 200 coins, right? With, like, a .001 emission rate or something like that. Am I close there? Point... uh point um 0.015 i think okay so yeah this is still relatively high but like frost is a whole other story like it's a very unique case and also frost market cap has been staying was staying around a million dollar like 24 hours before farming even started yeah so so yeah it's it's a very different uh like yeah like this thing is nowhere near frost right now so so yeah um like long term like uh, th- this is what i told the guy long term i think S- S- storm swap they promised a lot of things if they can deliver deliver these things then long term storm swap can be good um by long term i think maybe like after two weeks or after a week and a half like once the price settles and yeah. uh, price could see upwards movement but short term in the next few days after farming starts yeah Dump. like it's gonna you fall. can yeah gonna fall and uh, you you can you you can just uh like my best advice if you really want to get into storm swap just uh, farm with non-native tokens right well um like so they're playing you know do you remember like remember the farms that would create liquidity with one coin um mm-hmm. and the coin price would go to like you know 50,000 or you know like a hundred thousand but it was bullshit right it's just because there was no liquidity for it so just to get a tiny piece of it like it would just that's a little bit of what's going on here when you think in terms of like the total supply and like the emission rate like I feel like this is like the early days of Polygon where people didn't pay attention to how much like the sort of basic tokenomics of stuff. Like that was this and like what that does from like a um dev perspective is it it puts that like if you go look on Stormswap's page or like on their farms and pools, the APRs are through the roof. But those will not hold once those are based on the price of that token. So once the price of that token dumps, those APR fall apart. And, like, it, this happened on Dutch, right? Like, the APRs looked really pretty solid until, like, um, that, I think it was 2600 price per coin. Like, that thing fell apart, you know, so quick that, you know, like, there's people in there I know that still have not, you know, it's like six days later, and they might not ever get their deposit fee back, you know? Um uh-huh. And, you know, I just, like, after it fell that hard, I thought it had maybe stabilized, but it didn't. So I just pulled mine out and, like, moved on down the street. And, like, I should have known better. I know this trick. I just thought, like, I thought the hype would, like, the hype of AVAX would sort of keep it going, but it didn't. Um, but, like, this, I think this one plays out the same way. Um, I, I don't mean, any, like, like, this was a lesson that I you know, I had learned on Polygon from seeing this play out a few times and it's it's kind of the same thing. Like it's just like if I could bet on it I would, you know? <laughs> That's like that would be 
that would be my play on this one is that I would be betting on the the dumping of that price. <laughs> I, you know, I can't short the short that price, but I would if I could. Yep. I mind if I ask a quick question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to hug and think. No, um, you're good. So I was looking into um, AVAX, um, AVAX Apes. So yeah. do you guys think that, well, that project has potential to be like a long, I mean, as, as far as long-term goes in crypto on AVAX here? Uh, yeah, I think that's what I said in the post, in my post right before the launch. I think what I said uh, was, uh, I think AVAX Apes would kickstart the NFT craze on uh, on AVAX, and I think I I think I nailed that one right. You you like AVAX Apes um, had record NFT sales on uh, AVAX ecosystem. That thing um, sold out in like five minutes. Um, yeah, around that, like 13 minutes, but yeah, pretty much the same. Um, yeah, I think short term, um, like, cause last couple of days there was so much hype. I think short term, the hype will die down a little bit, uh, more NFT projects will come and the speculators or traders will shifting their, uh, will take profits and the shifting to the next projects. But long term, I think AVAX A pretty much established themselves to be the NFT project on AVAX, right? And um, like for for NFT, like historical um, significance is always plays a big part in the NFT value. So if AVAX as an ecosystem um, keep growing, more people getting into this ecosystem, and more people buying NFTs on AVAX, they will always look back at AVAX Apes as one of the original projects launched on AVAX and one of the most successful uh, project launched on AVAX and uh, that that will uh, boost the price. Like that will keep um, AVAX Apes uh, value, very valuable down the road. So yeah, I do, I, I'm, I'm personally really bullish on AVAX Apes. Um, I traded, I, I was just the sniping good apes and trading them and selling for like buy low sell for high i traded hundred dollar um avex in volume and i still holding like maybe 22 uh apes myself and uh, there are a couple good ones i'm just gonna hold it hold it till later on because yeah the rv money not coming yet um the uh, sushi money not in here yet the yeah. uh, curve money not in here yet um, once all these money money coming here, the NFT market um, naturally gonna grow, and with that, the extra money, extra capital, the NFT volume gonna even like triples probably. So yeah, I'll hold my good apes and uh, yeah. I I don't have anything really small. Like that was my first NFT buy ever, and I bought one. And I got one that was kind of boring, you know, it was an uncommon. So I, you know, I made like 0.5 on the, um, the rewards off of it. And then I just turned around and sold it for like a one AVAX profit and just sort of booked a win for, you know, my first NFT play and just like, okay. Um, I don't Pretty, pretty solid. Pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. No, that's actually yeah. the reason I asked because that's also my first NFT purchase like ever. Like, yeah. You know, when I when I really found out about it and I was looking it up and my boy was like, Well, there's only like seven thousand already sold, so you better do your research quick. I'm like, Oh shoot. So let me just like a couple of them. 
But yeah, I turned around and looked at my account, and there was already like the from the cells, there was already point A um AVAX, like a matter of minutes already deposited. What the hell? Oh. Yeah. So it seems to be their their the whole plan and what that worked out, it seems to be um working pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there there are more NFT projects coming on AVAX. Uh I think I, I was about I was actually like thinking about this. I think the um the the NFT market is um start to booming on AVAX and that's a good sign that people are bullish on uh, AVAX ecosystem because people will not buy NFT uh, on AVAX if they're not planning to stay here long term, right? Because that's... these a these NFTs like you you can like in short term you cannot sell them on Ethereum. Maybe later on they have some bridging like bridge or wrapping uh, or system something. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can bring your uh, Avalanche AFT, NFT to other chains, but uh, for the foreseeable future, like you, you can only have your Avalanche NFT on Avalanche. And knowing that, people still buying and paying big money for these NFTs, showing that people are bullish on the AVAX ecosystem. On the on the opposite of things, on Polygon. The NFT market is not that hot. Yeah. Even with all these months, like we haven't seen these, like we we never saw uh a, like anything like Avax apes on Polygon. So that's why I'm less bullish on Polygon. Yeah. So like people treat it more like short term play, you know. Um. So yeah. Polygon had a like definitely has a reputation as like sort of cheap and stuff. You know, like, I get, I get why sort of, it's hard to sort of, art's supposed to be sophisticated or something, like, I get why it didn't really take off on Polygon, um, but, you know, just the, I know it's kind of stupid, but the, the, like, we'll see what they do with it, but that Dolce & Gabbana thing really caught my ear because, like, um, it's not art in the sort of, like, same way that, like, a lot of the punks or, you know, the Board 8 Yacht Club or, like, the AVAX 8, like, some of these things. It's, you know, it's it's something very different, but, like, the fact that a company like that sort of said, okay, let's go there and, like, we want to do NFTs there, like... To me, I don't know what it is, but to me, like, where I was sort of saying I look for the thing that sort of sticks out, that sticks out. So that makes me want to go look under that rock because to me that could be, like, the asymmetric returns somehow. Because, you know, maybe you know maybe they're not putting out, like, pictures of cool outfits and selling them as, you know, like, your favorite celebrity in, you know, their hottest new get-up or whatever it's um they do something very different like um like they i don't know they just the fact that they could do some uh, someone like that i expect them to have a trick up their sleeve and you know i'd want to know more that's just it caught my eye but yeah for the most part i totally agree if i hadn't heard that i wouldn't give polygon another thought for nfts yeah, Patrick, I'm sorry, but 
that Dolce Gabbana thing won't work. <laughs> um, yeah, I can tell you right now it won't work. Um, Givenchy has done NFT before with Vivi uh, collectibles. Yeah, they these fashion companies they don't know about they they but don't know it, much about NFT. Like, they pretty much just chose whichever platform that gives them the most kickbacks. So yeah, so that's that. But it might not yeah. be like a like what if. There's other stuff you can do with NFTs, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be like an art thing, right? I mean, I know I'm sort of going outside, but um, what if it was some sort of like exclusive um, rewards thing where it was an NFT, you know, like you open, you go to the Dolce & Gabbana store. Like I live in LA, right? So you go to Beverly Hills and you go to the Dolce & Gabbana store and you whip out your phone and you open up your Dolce & Gabbana like NFT and you get access to like their super secret room with, you know, a bunch of stuff and depending on your membership level is like, you know, there's like perks and stuff depending, stuff like that. Um, yes, that's what you have to think about. People like the dominant force in NFT right now is those people willing to pay millions of dollars for uh, pixelated yeah. pixelated crypto punks yeah right you think you think they think you think they will appreciate Dolce Gabbana you you think they actually care about Dolce Gabbana you think they actually care about being their private room or VIP service they don't they yeah they they don't give a fuck right they 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 buy these JPEGs right yeah. they're very 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 different clientele really really different pe group of people yeah. So yeah, I, my my experience like I have seen that Givenchy uh, um, NFT. I I have seen a couple other brands did NFT. Like I'm I mean like, I'm in streetwear, right? Yeah. So yeah, this thing probably won't work. And uh, they these brands doing NFT because they want to stay relevant, right? Just get a headline um, off of it and try and get paid somehow, and then move on yeah yeah so they're just trying to train everything to be relevant um so yeah i'm not quite bullish on this uh Dolce gabbana move and uh, yeah they they don't yeah they don't have a, a specific department uh like uh study nft or crypto so they the um the logic of them choosing partners probably just uh you know whoever gives them the most profit so yeah but yeah this is another this is another topic we can talk a little on like we can circle back in the future episodes but yeah, yeah let's look at the next yield farm um crypto yield focus are you guys uh pay attention to this one i've looked over it a little bit um mm -hmm. you know i'm it's one of those ones i'm kind of watching to see how it plays sort of prior mm -hmm. I'm going to their page now to like look at it. I th I thought I saw some stuff that like I was like, um, we'll see. Like, the initial mint is two forty point zero zero five per block, so that's um. It's all right. It's about it's like, about like one day of mint to um yeah. So like, if the the price is three hundred and twenty now, if sort of market cap stays the same. Um, the price will cut in half after 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. I think that is still decent. I think that's above average. Um, um, 
in terms of tokenomics and uh, in the avalanche system so far uh, because yeah. yeah a lot so of far, them have yeah, been because, worse yeah yeah because uh, people people har- harvest uh, less frequent on avalanche so the price can be a little bit more stable so i think there's a little bit more room for um higher emission in terms of compared to total mint so i think their tokenomics is all right and uh the price should be relatively okay for the first um first day or two um right like it it is a rock dog kyc project but right now the market cap is uh still under uh 100k i feel like it's it seems like uh kyc doesn't get that much hype anymore um Um, especially on avalanche right now um because yeah we have this one we also have the uh, berry uh berry factory farm um they they're doing really really bad they probably yeah it will be very hard for them make the kyc money back do so like with frost i thought those guys like kyc'd for a different farm like one back on polygon and then they sort of got like oh these guys already kyc'd with us once so like it just kind of rolled no, over. no 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 okay. no 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 each um, farm's independent um, yeah they 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 have multiple farms kyc'd with rock dog uh on polygon and yeah. the frost um they kyc'd again so rock dog they don't they don't do like they don't do that yeah. they don't they don't they do want it. their money they don't give you kyc yeah they don't give you kyc because your previous two farm kyc with us they need a full payment for <laughs> a new farm <laughs> so yeah it, yeah so they they did do full kyc uh for frost uh, but yeah um frost it's yeah it's once again a unique case they kind of did a lot of stuff and did a lot of stuff first. Well, so I think they were so successful. Yeah, I think they just got first mover advantage just because they were the first one on the beach. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a lot of like they did a lot of stuff right, right? Yeah. They have nice UI. They have a like a pretty um, unique looking UI. Like not unique looking, but you can you can separate them from the regular straight goose, goose right? Fruit. Yeah yeah so they they did that right they also have the nft coming they also have layer farming coming they also have um you know kyc uh they also a reputable team from polygon so they have a little bit of everything working and uh, um that all contribute to their success so very unique case and plus like the first mover advantage is probably one of the most important among all these um but yeah, so yeah, um, um, crypto yield focus. I yeah, I think they will do relatively well. Um, still a couple of days away from farming start starts. Um, so, yeah, like if you're looking for a safe farm, like this could consider relatively safe because they're KYC. Um, sure. So yeah, but last time I checked, they don't have time lock, so that could be a potential um um like with the way i do it you know as long as i get into the right contract uh like even if they don't you know i can just verify the contract i'm going into take the four percent hit and 
you know, I might lose the 4%, but like, like I won't lose the whole, um, I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. But like the way I'm sort of like, I'm paying attention to this one a little bit, like it's on my radar is I'm going to sort of look and see what these pools look like. It's going to be one of the ones where like I wait till the last to set like last minute and then I like look over you know where the APRs are at and you know sort of look at what the price is and how much total value is locked what's in the liquidity and like I'll make my sort of decision at the last minute whether I think it's worth the risk or not because this is the kind of stuff I if I think I like like if I think I can sort of get a sphere swap type play out of this one or like sphere swaps actually going to probably pay me pretty well I think um like I don't think this one would pay as well that I could, you know, maybe get something comparable. Um, it's one where I'd maybe like take a chance on, um, but it's gonna. I'm gonna have to wait till like sort of like ten minutes before to like pull the trigger to be like, okay, I like this one. Mm-hmm. Another thing I like about uh, crypto yield yield focus, like I totally forgot about this, but I mentioned it in the chat. So they have a they had the uh, partnership. They have the partnership with Frost Finance. It, it is confirmed, and on their single staking page, you can see they ha- already have a Tundra uh, pool. So that's a huge exposure for um, for uh, crypto yield focus. Because um, yeah, uh, Frost Finance holds a lot of TVL and a lot of users using their stuff. So uh, able to single stake Tundra in their single staking pool gives them a lot of uh, exposure for sure and uh yeah this uh, this this partnership alone makes me um kind of confident about this project crypto yield focus did you yeah. get so in I think on the native early sorry did you get in on the native early yeah i did i i must i still holding them i haven't sold any yet yeah. i'll just go into farming it but yeah i'll probably won't stay there for too long yeah yeah for this uh native token farming right now for the single staking native token you can get 94 percent for One for day, day. Yeah. but yeah well that'll, that'll be diluted <laughs> so you know by the math we were doing right like if market cap stays the same like that would be break even if it yeah that would be break even but i don't think that it will play out like that exactly right um i i think yeah yeah because the emission is low enough the and also people not harvest as frequent the price should be relatively stable for the first hour or two maybe even going up a little bit once once people see the native token price is stable for the first two hours they're gonna be like oh shit this is some like dark magic right like yeah. people like token didn't drop okay i'm aping so you know so like the price gonna be going up a little bit afterwards that's my prediction um and then slowly other people like uh, like whales while taking profits then price probably going slowly going down um so i i think for the first day it, it should be relatively well but again yeah back to the whale whale wallet thing i haven't checked their token holders if there's somebody in this token holding 
uh, 15% of the supply, 20% of the supply and decide to dump two hours after farming started, then yeah, GG's. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about Max. Yeah, it's getting close, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's getting close. I don't, yeah, uh, let me see. Eleven minutes. Okay. Uh, you you start talking. I'm gonna deposit some of my money into Max. Okay. Um, I said some stuff earlier, like this is their eighth farm. I think like I've I've watched these guys like since the beginning of uh, Polygon, and watch them grow over time. They they don't do a lot of flashy stuff, but like you know I've made money on seven of these farms now. Um, and, you know, you might not, like, they're pretty active in their Telegram group, uh, you, they're pretty straightforward, you don't get a lot of BS out of them, like, I don't know, like, as, they're just sort of honest, um, like, I think here, like, the price action of their token, is, they're getting a little bit fucked on, um, I think it should be more expensive than it is but they minted you know their tokenomics they minted like five days worth of supply um they you know that's a lot of tokens but it should help keep the price more stable um the market cap to tvl like market cap is like 75 percent of the tvl right now uh last time i checked there was about um i want to say about like four or five thousand of like non-native liquidity uh so like there's as this thing starts going like you can you know there's about four thousand dollars worth of selling into it it's got a tax so four percent of every transaction of this token gets reinvested back into lp you know like just that's one thing that farms always fight you know it's not new it's panther fork essentially um, although I think Rugdoc called it uh, Goose Fork with a transaction tax that appropriately handles uh, pools with uh, transfer taxes because that's an exploit, right? The Rugdoc is really pretty clean. Um, like they got some things updated. Like it's it's a really pretty clean. Like the number of warnings on it's good. Um, the TVL is low, so some of the APRs are kind of low, but, like, I think that that's going to kind of be relatively stable. Um, and if people sort of ape into this thing late, I could see the coin price pumping because um, it's kind of beat to hell. Like, it got up to around 20, and then it sort of fluctuated, sort of dipped down to, like, 10, and then it went down to, like, maybe... Five and has been hovering in this sort of like five to seven range heading into farming it, you might see a little bit of dump and there might be a couple whales that dump but like i could see this thing pumping um also i was talking to their head coder uh earlier and he was saying that uh they want to like they were like on polygon there was a project i forget the name of the project but it's like the zodiac calendar one with the Leo token where um, they uh, have... Astral Farms? Yeah, thank you. 
um, they were trying, like, they have that Telegram group for, like, top holders of uh, the Leo token, right? And, like, it has this bot that kind of checks to make sure that, like, everyone who's in there really is. Like, he was going through that bot, and it's it's not configured for AVAX yet, but, like, they're looking to do something like that if they can, you know, to sort of, because this is going to be their master token and they'll do multiple layers. They're going to try and highly incentivize like this token. Um, so it, ha like it should, um, some of these other projects haven't sort of said necessarily that they're going to do any sort of layer strategy. This one like definitely is. And the quantity is relatively um, small, right? It's like 15,000 total mint so you know that's a that's a to me that's a pretty good size to sort of corral sort of the action around a um, master token it's enough to sort of let like a enough people play with it but it's not just this thing sprayed across the world um so in future layers like you know it's cons it's it can be concentrated enough or sort of diffused enough um, I don't know, like I, this thing could, you know, if people are paying attention to it, it could sort of pump one thing, you know, it's not, it's pretty like, it's pretty straightforward, you know, and like bells and whistles do tend to sell. But, um, if you sort of have a little bit of experience with these farms, like there's always going to be ways to make it. Like I, um, I saw a tweet from them earlier see like on the pools let's see what like those look like um there's a couple yeah eh, one of them sort of got hit but like with joe and yak which are you know two sort of um bigger names on avax they're still like twelve thousand percent apr you know that's pretty solid um i could see these aprs going up if uh they like if the price pumps and Oh, like they should have maybe put a variable emission on this one because these APRs are a little bit too low. But in with variable emission, they could have just turned up like how many tokens are coming out and um, sort of juice the APRs a little bit more. Um, that's another thing I was talking with the lead uh, coder on the project about. Like I think I think that'll be on the next farm. So like. Um, they'll be able to attract more, but like, I think there's a decent, you know, it's a farm token, right? And like, there's gonna be people in here that are just selling this thing and not accumulating. Um, I think that like, you know, you could start accumulating these things once it's been farmed for a little bit and sort of put together a little bag that could be quite valuable in the upcoming layers. I know that, um, they're sort of out there. Um, I think, Key, you've actually had some conversations around this where they're like looking for ways to do partnerships with other farms um, or projects on yeah. AVAX. Yeah. So, you know, like they're, they're making, they're going to do some stuff. It just looks like they're getting off to a slow start. They like, they got, they knew that they wanted to get here early but they just um, didn't have the time to put in it, like to put the bells and whistles onto this thing. Um, 
on Polygon, they kind of have their little niche there. You know, they kind of know what every farm's gonna do. Um, but this, like, you know, it's, they've done several farms, but like, this is kind of a big step for them. It's small team. Um, yeah, I guess that's probably what I have on them. Cool, cool, yeah. Um, I think I talked about this one multiple times. Uh, we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like Max. I've been on, like, we, we've been talking about Max uh, yeah. during, like, when we were on Polygon, right? And yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think I was the, like, I was the one telling people, like, the last uh, three farm that Max did, the price was re were really stable going into farming like the first couple of days was really stable and people making good amount of money um on farming with the native token um so yeah this is the one th this is one of the farms that i really like and i'll um and i also consider them really really safe right uh because i know the devs uh pretty well and um yeah, I trust them, and they have been. They have done some farms, so why rock this one, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, this one doesn't make significant more money than uh, yeah. others, right? Um, so yeah, I I trust this team, and uh, their farming uh, sounds like like I heard some of the plan that they have um, in mind for future layers. Um, yeah, personally, I I think um farming the native token farming the mar master token and accumulating it it's a good idea um yeah i just put about 2.5k in there uh not too crazy but you know uh let's see how this goes yeah i have a little wad in there too around that size um mm -hmm. like i'm gonna say about a third of it is in like Ava Max or Ava Max liquidity, um, mm -hmm. and then others in um, non-native stuff. So, and then also they did um, like they didn't do the typical four percent thing on this one. They did. Um, oh yeah. They did the one percent deposit and two percent withdrawal. So like combined like three percent. Um, you know like I. I've heard people complain about the withdrawal thing. Um, Frost did it too. And I've seen a couple other farms kind of do it now too. Um, yeah, Penguin has it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's sort of new thinking or it's something specific to AVAX. Um, people just complaining about anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah whatever you just do. Just bitch and see what you it. can get out of it. Um <laughs> Like, it, I mean, like, if you're, if you're getting it on the withdrawal, you know, you're getting the rewards for that extra, whatever the percent withdrawal fee is. So you're kind of getting more, right? Um, more rewards, like you're getting that extra, you're getting rewards on that extra 2%. Um, I mean, it doesn't exactly work like that, but like that is true. Um, so you could kind of argue that like you're, I mean, I guess it really depends more on the 
so is everyone else but so it depends on sort of who else is in the pool with you but that's always true um yeah i i think this one like this is like the um there's the kids story the tortoise and the hare like this one's the tortoise they just keep plugging and putting out like farms that are relatively solid not flashy and you know sort of relatively like trustworthy and reliable um they did mm -hmm. they try they tried to change up their tokenomics a little bit um you know like they were sort of doing two days a mission and this one they did five i think uh i was talking to someone there and they were saying that um it was like they saw the thing like a lot of the other farms were doing these real low emission things where like they knew that the like that it would juice up the APR for like the first five minutes and then like as the token price dropped um the APRs would fall to shit and like they were trying to sort of like I think the thought process there was that like people would be sick of that so that like they would sort of um, gravitate towards something with like more stable liquidity that hasn't necessarily played out um, but you know we'll see you know like yeah and they're sort of contemplating their next moves um, another thing I heard from them is like there's a possibility of a side chain coming or a side farm you know not like straight up their layer two but there might be depending on how this farm sort of plays out, there might be something sort of like that comes along to, um, you know, to juice it up a little bit to keep interest. So see how, what, if anything comes of that, you know, that was talk, but it could possibly happen. Um, yeah. Cool. I, I think, yeah, we, we, we cover a lot of stuff about uh, Max Farm, and we both really bullish on it. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what we can do here. And uh, yeah, they did a they did a fresh new UI, which I uh, yeah. I definitely enjoy a little bit more than the previous one, um, giving investors a little bit more confident, I guess. Yeah. Um, cool. I think we can we can finish finish it here. You think so? Yeah. Patrick? Sure um yeah. yeah yeah we have five minutes away from the farm like from the farm launches um but yeah i don't see the point to actually waiting for it um yeah yeah it's getting a little bit late here uh yeah yeah cool i'm gonna do a trip tomorrow so where are you going uh just do a uh, just go drive to like a um round trip to a to the city right beside me um yeah. Do you know Calgary? Uh, I know. I know the name. Uh, it's like sort yeah. of middle of Canada. Uh, is that yeah, 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 yeah. hockey? Is that where um, Slapshot? You know the Paul Newman old hockey movie. Is that Calgary? Uh, I yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. People here are crazy about hockey, so I won't yeah. be surprised. But yeah, going to Calgary for for one day. Nice. Um, tomorrow. Yeah, because it's a long weekend here, and um, yeah, my girl needs some uh, just change, a little bit change of scenery. So <laughs> yeah, I'll be driving tomorrow. I'm gonna wake up a little bit early. Um, so yeah, 
hopefully when I come back, everything is still within its price range, you know? Hopefully everything's <laughs> up 10%. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, yeah, cool. Nice talking to you, yeah. Patrick. Uh, yeah. I tried nice. to record yeah. this in a getaway, so like I'm at... I'm going to play with it and see... I'll, I'll try and upload it to podcast and see how it turns out. Perfect. Yeah, really appreciate that. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you later, man. Later. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah.